Welcome back to another episode of See Me After Class. I am Mr. L. And I'm Miss S. <laughs> I was wondering whether or not you were going to put a question after that, but you didn't. Thanks. I didn't. I was really intentional about that. Miss S, it really is about the little things for teachers. Mm-hmm. For example, when admin keeps the kids longer for lunch. Ugh, that can... That can be the thing that really <laughs> saves a day that's been just garbage up until then. On fire. When a student brings you an individually wrapped honey bun, and the reason why I say it like that is because you don't want it, you know, open face because then, you know. Hey, I might appreciate something right <laughs> out of the pocket. I don't know. It depends on how I'm doing that day also. Or when admin cancels a meeting for the day. That's top, top I mean, one right there. Um, honestly, that's, that, that would make my day. <laughs> that would make my week. <clears throat> Miss S, it, in case mm -hmm. you were wondering, even our listeners, this podcast is for teachers. Let me just put it I out I was there. wondering. Yeah, I said, wait a minute. What is this? What am I doing what? again? Thank you for clarifying. Where are we? <laughs> this podcast is for teachers. It leans more towards middle and high school teachers. However, we do not and will never forget about our elementary school teachers. Those formative years, can't forget them. In 2022, Miss S, are you exhausted slash tired already? <laughs> I feel like we are in August and I look at the calendar and I said, oh, only January. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perhaps I might be able to relate, but I won't. <laughs> Denial. Okay, that works too. <laughs> Miss S, in 2022, teachers across the country, even the world, are probably Ooh. doing a lot of things. Oh, continue again, we have continued <laughs> the, the all of the things into this year. I mean, so many things. Yes, and there are things that we aren't and don't do. Surprisingly, but yes. Our disclaimer. You and I, Miss S, we mm -hmm. are not freelance consultants. Oh, that sounds very much like you determine your schedule. You determine <laughs> your your destiny. It's a it's a thing, and people do it's, it. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Uh, we're also not veterinarian acupuncturists. But, <sighs> yeah, imagine that yeah. bill. First off, let's talk about that. <laughs> we <laughs> we are also not fallers. What is that? Oh, you, I mean, if if all of you could see her. <laughs> Her face, her smile went to a frown and a scowl. Let me explain. We've all seen that face <laughs> when we say something to a kid and you're like, it's going to land and then it doesn't. It doesn't. A what faller. Is that? It has to do with trees. They, they, once the tree falls, then they cut it into pieces. They see oh, what they're going to do with it. Yeah. I thought this was yeah. somebody who just walks around fall, trust fall like to everybody. <laughs> I knew you were going to go to that place. What else? Yeah. So did everybody else. We're also not nail polish namers. That's a cool really? one. Really? That's cool. Because <laughs> then name? everybody has to like wear that color. <laughs> I would do like an orange color and I'd probably name it like oh, orange Good. starburst. Or <laughs> Something orange. Something orange, but like make it really fun. We are also not principals, 
administration, correct, custodians, nurses, cafeteria librarians. Staff. We are none of those things. We are teachers experiencing things in the classroom with students. <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, we sure are. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of students and teaching, today's topic, Miss S. Okay. It is progress monitoring. Ooh, I feel like you, it's a love-hate. It's a love-hate with that. <laughs> yes, and should student progress be monitored, Ms. S? <laughs> okay, it's a valid question. No such thing as a dumb question. <laughs> thank you. Valid. Thank you. The answer should always be yes. <laughs> Why? I'm going to probe. I'm probing. Ooh, he said, New Year, <laughs> nosy me. <laughs> Why? Uh, why should, why yeah, should student I progress think, be monitored? Well, you have to know what your where you're going, right? Because it's this idea that, like, first your teacher may says, "What do you guys want to do today?" I don't know. <laughs> let's like we'll figure it out and let's figure it out together. Yeah, right. And so it's the idea that like everybody should have some target at the end of the year, whether that's like your state exam, your end of course uh -huh. exam, yep, yep, your AP yep. exam, and you want to make sure that you're setting kids up for success, right? Like, yes, you want the relationships. Yes, you want to have a, an environment where kids want to be in your class. But at the same time, it is like your contractual duty to ensure <laughs> kids are learning the content those, they need to learn. Those are all definitely things, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> My next question I thought of and I had to really hunker down and remember if it happened to me. And it is. Is this, and by this I mean progress monitoring, taught during teacher academy? And I know that's not a thing. It's just like your first year when they're introducing teaching to you. But is it taught? I think it's mentioned. I do not think that it yeah. is taught in the sense of like, here's what it looks like. Like, here's some examples of student work. Like, here's examples of how you would track the student work or feedback on the student work. I think it's like a really quick, here's three slides about it. Turn and talk with your partner. All right, yeah. moving on. And you're yeah. first year teacher. You're literally like, hold on, wait, and how many trackers did you want me to have? And exactly. like, what was I supposed to do? And it's not, I don't think it, that it was taught to me and or us practically in, in a sense of, what it is we have to look at, what it is we're looking for, how we look at it. I guess the analyzation of data, if you will, if we go back to education. <laughs> yeah, and that's hard. I remember my first data deep dive I did took me like 15 hours. I didn't know what I was doing. So it's quite a specific number, but I love it's, that for uh, you. Yeah, it's trauma. I remembered that trauma. Yep. <laughs> so today's episode will be about a few monitoring techniques that teachers could possibly use. I don't know, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, obviously, not all of them. We don't have all day. Yeah, but no, we no, we do not. First point, Ms. S. Mm -hmm. Entry exit tickets. Now, you and I are very familiar with this, and I think hashtag relatable to other teachers. Entry and, oh, hello, puppy. <laughs> entry, entry, exit tickets. First entry ticket. Mm -hmm. What do we, what, what are, what is that? What do we use those for? I love, so like a do now, right? Like as they uh, come in. Exactly. So entry ticket, Ooh, yeah, different do names. now, uh, a bell, bell ringer. First sure. five. Ooh, I love that one. Yeah. First five. Like first five minutes. Yeah. So it's like a five minute thing. I call it that sometimes when I, 
I didn't do it this year, I think because I have 10th graders. But when I was in ninth grade still, I was uh-huh. doing first five. And so the kids knew, like if I walked in and I had my my hand up, like you had five minutes, like your five started. But it's like, I would always say like, where's your first five? And some of the kids would try to make it a joke like, ah, it's right here. And I'm like, okay, so minus 10? Okay, now where are you? <laughs> they hold their hand so, up. It's right here. But yeah, so no, back- first five, those things. <laughs> back, to, back to entry tickets, Ms. S. Love them. I love them. I use them to, it depends on what we're doing, where we are in a unit. It's either to build off of yesterday's lesson uh-huh. right, right, or activate prior knowledge about something that we're going to talk start discussing now. So you have the luxury, and so do I, of having taught two core subjects. Mm-hmm. So was an entry ticket or whatever you want to call it different in English than in world geography, history? World history. Yeah, no, it's way different. I've done a lot more, even within this unit, some of their do nows have been um, images like political cartoons or something. And I'm asking Uh for like the message, right? You could still do that in English, but most of the time I was doing like, I revise and edit, like here's a thesis, revise and edit or things like that. A lot more open-ended than that. I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. When I taught history, U.S. United States history, uh, I also used either a picture or a quote uh, from a primary source, Mm -hmm. and they would take what the point of it was, like from the Constitution or the amendments or et cetera. Yeah. But in math, however, it is either a a state-released, you know, those those state-released questions – Mm-hmm. or something along those lines as the entry ticket. Now, content, wonderful. What is it exactly you use that? And I'm going to start. I use it as a gauge of whether or not, like you just said, if they got yesterday's uh, subject, objective, or maybe even a precursor or an example of what we're doing for that day. Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen a lot of people, they use that as like, that's the hook of the lesson for most, some teachers, right? Like your do now, you don't tell them that, but that's your way of having students really be interested in, in what you're right. yes. going to start talking about or things like that. Um, <clears throat> but I usually do it just to kind of gauge, especially if it's new, but I know it's not super new. Like they might've seen yes. it in eighth grade or the year before. I'm trying to see like, ooh, like how much remember, like what was retained during that moment. So I'm wondering, and perhaps our elementary school teachers could email us, tweet us, hopefully. Please, please do that. Do they use entry exit tickets in elementary school? I've seen it done. I've seen, I've observed some elementary classes and I mean, it's not like, here's a political cartoon. Hey, what's the yeah, metaphor yeah, being shown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like, I've seen like really quick, ooh, times tables do now, right? Like f- you have 60 seconds okay. like, to do those or like yeah. you have like the number chart and it's like, you need to write your numbers down on it in the next five minutes. Like oh, uh, simple the, n- uh, the number line, the number line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things like that. I've seen it where... Um, when they're, especially when they're young and they're still learning the alphabet, they, they're due now is to trace the letters up until a certain point, oh. things like that. So again, look, look. I've never taught it. Miss S. I know. Make me an Just... admin. Somebody take me. <laughs> I'm ready. Now, as far as grading goes, I, I think maybe just a training grade would do or just, just cause I think it would be a yeah. lot of grading 
for a teacher to do? Personally, for me, with a do now, I don't take that as a grade in the sense of like grade book is the do now. Um, and with my kids this year, I've been very transparent and I tell them, though your do now is not like in individual grade, right? Like I am walking around <laughs> to like gauge what right. does that look like for the whole lesson? And so yes. it's not an opt out because again, when kids, especially high schoolers, they hear, oh, no, great. I'm not doing it. Right. Like it's right. just right. The motivation sometimes, is sometimes the intrinsic fa- like factor is I'm going to give you a grade or a zero type of thing. But right. sometimes when you take that pressure off of a child of, hey, it's not like this is going to cause you to fail. I want an honest, vulnerable answer. Like they can kind of like you're able to see authentically like this child has no idea where we're at or it's like halfway there type of thing. Hopefully, our new teachers will take that and run with it because that, my dear, Miss S, is great teaching. I mean, hey, was not my first <laughs> look, year, let's be honest. <laughs> look, honestly, not my first year. <laughs> that was entry tickets, Miss S. Mm-hmm, However mm-hmm. teachers use them, please, I would love to I've, hear I how else. I have teachers who don't even look at them <laughs> and that's their time to put attendance in and get their slides ready. And uh, sure, And that's how they it. run their classroom? Perfect. I love those journeys for those people and those Correct. teachers. Exit tickets, Miss S. Now, be- before, you know what? Strike that, reverse it. I've seen teachers with an entry ticket use it as, yes, a gauge, and we said all that lovely stuff, with like a list of every student, and like they, they go around checking, and if the student has like the right answer, or they have what whatever the teacher was looking for, because you're looking for something specific, check mark, check mark. And that's how you progress monitor and entry yeah. ticket, or at least one way, at least one I've way. seen that. I've <laughs> definitely seen that. All right. Entry ticket. Now, exit ticket, Miss S. And yes, I had mm. to say it like that. I think it's sort of the same mechanism, except, ooh, and I wrote this down. Is it, bef- it's after your lesson, Right. Question mark? Uh, Question it mark. should be. It would be nice if that was towards the end, yes. How should we approach exit tickets? Question mark. Uh, it's super. That's a very broad question to ask. Okay, <laughs> we can run with this. That's okay. Um, so I approach exit tickets um, with multiple. Like I don't have a one size fits all for my exit ticket. It really okay. depends. I've done, because again, my class is AP tested. So these kids will have to sit timed. So when they get multiple choice, they know that they only have for two questions, it's two minutes and that's it. And so so, uh, good. That that's another specific thing I want to say is how much time. And I know you said first five minutes, but if I give, so for instance, in math, if I give five problems, I have to give at least two to three minutes per problem to give them time to write all the steps. I want to see all the solutions. I want to see all the equations. I want to see the plugin and I need to see where the answer is. So yes, you need to. Oops. Sorry. My dog is really excited about exit tickets too. He wants to make sure you understand. Yes. uh, Need to see what, at least in math, what the solution is. Yes. Yeah. And I think even for open-ended, my response is it depends, right? Like um, there's days where like when we're doing a open-ended exit ticket, I make sure that I've left sometimes 12 minutes because some kids really do need that time. Yes. Um, and it's not like I just take 12 minutes and I'm like, all right, like there's a timer going and like the students can see that time is going and I'm, I'm verbalizing you have X amount of time. You should be here by now. And that's based from teacher to teacher. It is your classroom. 
you need to gauge. You are monitoring the progress of your students. See how I threw that in there? Yeah. I mean, and I'm being honest, right? Like there's days where like the lesson just went way too long. Like maybe they just didn't really get it. And so like the exit ticket gets pushed to the do now the next morning, right? Like that yeah. first five is the exit ticket because I ran out of time. And for integrity of the lesson, I, I omitted that and I move it up. Honestly, you, you're you someone else. Honestly, you I should are... be admin. I'm just going to keep saying that all year. I'm going to speak it into existence. <laughs> all right. Entry exit tickets. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Next point. Reflection. Now, before you start okay. with reflection, you're going to have to help me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else. I, I am very confused as how to execute a reflection in math because in my humble opinion okay math i want to say that there's no point to reflecting in math because if you don't understand it there's then you don't understand the equation but then others might argue well then you need to get the students actual feelings towards math and whether or not they understand you need to give them opportunities question mark I was going to tell you that part. Again, I've never taught math. Math has never been my strong subject. So I would be the <laughs> student that's like, no, I can't do this. But I mean, yeah, I guess my only approach to that would be like, hey, during this problem, when you got to the, like the step where they're messing up and it's like maybe figuring out like, where did you second guess? Like when you did this one, did you second guess it? He, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just more so of like, where did you start to doubt yourself in the problem? And like, that's where you had the misconception. Because I was thinking... Well, <clears throat> I was thinking, I've been talking all day, that, you know, you know, I just, I calm down when I say this. Okay. On Pinterest, when you're Pinteresting things, <laughs> <laughs> when you're Pinteresting things, I saw one of those, I don't know, charts and there was post-its and there's a not yet, a almost there and a got it. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I think that could be implemented as far as monitoring that progress or giving the student a, uh, the opportunity to reflect on the objective, on the lesson for the day. Question yeah, mark? I've seen, I've even seen people, I've had some colleagues put like um, thumb, like a thumbs up, a sideways thumb emoji or a thumbs down emoji oh, at the good. end. And it's like the kids go through it. And at the end, after they've done the problem, they circle like, how did you feel about this? Like, what honestly, like grade yourself, like based off of this problem steps, where are you and where you're at? So I'm a little trepidatious on the grading yourself, but maybe that's yeah. just my cynical Well, self. I don't think it's the grading <laughs> of the problem. I think it's grading like how, like when you look at, I don't know, right? Like I don't teach math, but <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. When I have done it where it's like the got it almost all uh -huh, my students uh -huh. yeah, always yeah. say, got it. And then I read it and I'm like, this makes zero sense. So, you so honestly think that this is a You didn't get it. <laughs> Which, and I get it because I want my kid. But my thing is like my fear in that was always like, I don't want to tell students you were way off when they put themselves in the got it because I don't want to hurt their confidence and then try to build that mountain back. You know what I mean? More practically speaking, the reflection part of the lesson, if you choose to use it, would be post assignment like post lesson yeah it would be at the end uh at the end of the assignment the the project whatever it is right again if it is an open question as far as like a, a reflection question because usually they're open-ended 
that would also be a lot of reading for teachers. That is. That's why I've I only do reflection assignments after major like exams. So semester exams are when I would do that. I see. I see. So so after a a a, a serious assignment, a uh, big not assignment, one, a uh, assessment, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. assessment is the word. Covering something, <laughs> and I use that as a buffer so I can have student conferences with kids when it comes to their writing. So like kids are working on that while I'm doing one on ones in the class. Honestly, I mean, I mean, come on now. St stop it. You were just going to say that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss S. Okay. Next point. I'm more inclined to do this next technique for progress monitoring, and it is immediate feedback. My favorite, and my students hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so this might be the ability or the chance for students to revise their knowledge. For example, just like I said, I am walking around doing my pathway in my classroom and I'm looking at the specific steps students are using or, or not using and the plugging in of the numbers. So immediate feedback would be, hey, you put, or even in their calculators, I could say, hey, the reason why you got this wrong is because you didn't square the number. Or the reason why you got this wrong is you added, you not you didn't multiply. That is immediate feedback and and something that I know I can use and have been using and currently using. And you know what? Let's just bring it on home. And we'll continue to use exactly in my is. classroom. Question mark? I think sometimes maybe first year teachers hear um, like, oh, you should be giving feedback in classrooms or things like that. And they think like, oh, I need to write a paragraph for every yes. student in class. Yes. Because I thought that like I fell into the pitfall of like, okay, like that's what they said in, in PD. And so I'm standing there trying to give every child a full paragraph and I get to three. Authentic, genuine, from the heart feedback to every single student is what I thought <laughs> when I was first starting, I, this kid needs to understand that, yes, they got it wrong, but there's so many opportunities for them to get it right and growth mindset, et cetera. I need this to have that with every- This does not define them. They're right there. <laughs> they, Meanwhile, I need to have... <laughs> there's 17 hands up that need your help. Like they literally don't know what's going on. Miss S, you are just full of practical advice and I'm just trying to help everybody not be me my first year. <laughs> Honestly, you're my pseudo admin right now. You're my pseudo hey, admin. Hey, run me my stipend because I'm worth <laughs> money now. Another opportunity for immediate feedback might be discussions. And lately, I've been doing volume, and I love, love when my students argue about the math. I wouldn't, I would be the kid in the back of like, oh, wait, so what's the answer? Like, I don't want to argue. I just want to know. It, it's, it's birds chirping. It's singing to my ears when I hear, no, you don't square that. Or no, you don't divide by two. Or that's not what Mr. L said. He said, this is the second step. You're doing the third step before the, and all I do is look and say, he's right. She's right. Mm. That's what I said. Love that. Miss S? Do you, yeah, I do that. I don't really do. Um, <laughs> my feedback varies. Um, when I am actively wait, wait. monitoring. So Socratic, Socratic seminar for you. 
I wish. We haven't <laughs> done those this year. We just have so much to do. Uh, I feel like round I'm tables, talking. round tables for you. Round tables. Um, no, my feedback depends on what it is. My students know I have a key, right? A check mark means you got it, and it's exactly what I was looking for. Um, a dot means that you are missing your explanation sentence and you need to go back and like fully elaborate with text evidence. And a circle means um I need to sit with you. Like we need to, we need to come back. We need to have, we need to have that conversation. We, so we you gotta, have, we reread that. You, you have a system. We I have a system that kids from week one to where I like when we, I just got some, um, some transfer students in and my students were explaining, okay, so like when she comes around, if she puts a dot on, it means you have to go back. But most of the time it means you don't have your evidence and that's all she really needs to see. Like they kind of have a system enough. <laughs> That's my quick feedback. Like when I have 20 something kids in the class, we are running a little low. Like that's what I'm doing. My exit tickets or exams is when I really go in with like a, it was great when you did this next time, try this. And I try to do that for every student. Right. But, um, the feedback, sometimes it's like the, your partner needs to do that. Like you say, right. Like your partner's going to give you this feedback. You're missing this piece. But most of the time, just because AP is so hard and it could be the blind leading the blind. If I had a child, (laughs) I try my best to ensure that I have given and you at this point, right. It's February. Hopefully, you know, your students, right. And the levels that most of them are going to be on. So I already know, like, I know that I have to write a thorough, like, I need you to go back to this sentence and paraphrase this for several students versus my teacher students that could probably do it themselves. Well, I just think it it should just be uh, standard across the board to give explicit instructions, Ms. S. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yes, I think that having some sort of system for immediate feedback, whether it's putting it on their paper and open-ended questions and, and, but the saying out loud of what it is exactly you're looking for, I think is key. Kids need a criteria for success. You have to tell them you need these things. These are non-negotiables because when you leave room for like, okay, here's your exit ticket. Tell me what a thesis is. And you don't like anything could be a thesis. Like it's all up subjective at that point. And so my kids already know, like, I'm the type, when I make my exit ticket, I have the exit ticket question, and then I have the criteria for success. And they know that when they are giving me a thumbs up to come check them, those three or X amount of things have to be identified in their exit ticket, or I'm not even going to look at it. And I've had students that fight me on it, right? Because they're like, what's the point? Like, yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm not going to engage in this. Like, my non-negotiable is now that I have you for lunch detention. So that's on you, right? Like, I have older (laughs) kids, right? So it's a little different, but yeah. Miss S. Yes, and I also, when I've given the independent practice and it's maybe 10 problems, the 10 problems will take 20 minutes because I'm looking for four steps for each problem. And mm-hmm. if you are missing a step, ooh, here is your paper back. Go you right are not back. finished. And then I also get the resistance of like, I don't want to do it again. Okay, well, those are, that's a choice you can make, but you will not get full credit. Yeah. And like, I, I hope you guys listening understand we do not have perfect classrooms where yeah. every oh, child is like, look. we love this. Thank you so much for making me go back and do this. Like, <laughs> we also fight the same battles that you are fighting with the pushback and the attitude. And like, we are humans. We have kids like that have bad days just like we do where they're just it is not their day and they don't or, care how many times you said it or choose not to fight those battles as well. It's one of those things where it's like, OK, cool. Last point summarizing now summarizing 
as well. I am hesitant to use in math just because, but now that I think about it, I'm rethinking, I'm learning and growing as we're speaking, Ms. S. Wow. I could have them summarize exactly how to find volume in words. Yeah, you could be like, okay, your friend just walked in, he's absent, tell him how to find volume. How would you do it? <laughs> That's so what I would honestly do. pseudo admin. You know what? Fine. Okay, honestly, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, Miss S. Okay. I'm gonna be tracking. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna observe <laughs> your classroom tomorrow. And you know what? The turnover is fast with me, and you know that. Come <laughs> come to my next period, and it'll be done, Miss S. So fun, Miss S. Summarizing. No, yeah. I like it. Um, I think sometimes. Uh, summarizing can be a battle with certain <laughs> subjects. Like when I taught English, I'd be like, summarize this. They'd be like, yeah, so the cat went up there. And I said, what? Where'd the cat go? Where, where is it going? Why is it going? What is it doing? What's so the character? A thorough explanation, perhaps. Yeah. So you have to clear, again, the criteria for success. But I think it's easier. It can be done in any subject. I've seen it done in yes. art. I'm sure you could do it in PE. I don't know. Sure. Hey, Band, sure. all of it. Orchestra. I think that it. Um, however you're, per- I don't do it that much personally. I don't because it doesn't show me with the content that I have that you learned. It showed me that you can kind of pull details here and there and throw it on a page. Maybe summarizing during your lesson. Cause I remember when I taught United States history, I would ask them to summarize after, you know, like a, like an object, like a key objective or a key point or whatever key you want to call yeah. it. Uh, and I would have them summarize and then I would choose the stu- you know, the you know, oh, the yeah. students that you have, because you should have your list of your lows, your middles, and your highs, and then go like that. And then I was also thinking the level of the question you ask should be tentative in what kind of lesson you have, question mark. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think you should start off with a low-level question in the beginning, right? right? And then you work your way up. Don't throw them at like a super <laughs> psychoanalysis project that they have to do after the do now. They're not going to know what's going on, but. Also, I think it would be wise to provide some sort of sentence starter or sentence stems. Ooh, always. Always. Okay. Okay. So I am right. Always. Okay. Um, well, what do you mean? Could What What do you mean by that, Ms. S? I always give a sentence stem, even in my for my exemplar, my my master's students, I I at this point in February have pulled back from them. They know that they're not allowed to use it anymore. But everybody starts with the same sentence stem in the beginning, just because they it's that muscle memory. Like the end of the day, right? Like certain writing can be formulaic when it comes to ensuring that like they are analyzing it in the in the correct way. And you know, that's my prerogative. Could be wrong, my opinion, which is mine. <laughs> but um. <laughs> I, I give sentence stems and or I, I at least underline the part of the question that needs to be plugged into the response. Because most of the yes. time with an open-ended question, they just need to take that first piece and that's their sentence stem. And so, Literally. Yeah. Once they know that, they're like, oh, yeah, like I don't have to write it. They know that that needs – I just say, hey, your sentence stem needs to be there. And I also come to the same wall with my master's kids where they ask me, you know, under their breath when they bring me their work, they're like, sir, do I have to do all the steps? I know – they know how to do it. All they have to do is plug it in the calculator and they will get it right. I still hold them accountable and to the same expectations I do as all my students. And my reasoning to them is, yes, I want you to do all the steps because your 89% can turn into a 95% if you do all the steps so that you don't make those small 
mistakes. Same. And my, yeah. my master's kids, I tell them it's the small mistakes that you will make that will get you your B plus instead of your A plus. And yeah. then, you know, you know, ideally it's the, okay, sir, again, we, we do not teach in ideal classrooms. <laughs> no, no, there's, absolutely not. I don't think a single teacher could say that they have ideal classrooms a hundred percent of the time. Exactly. You might get them occasionally, but yeah, I think, um, like you said, sentence stems key. And most of the time yes. I feel like, Ooh, as a first year teacher, I was like, okay, but like what kind of sentence stem? I'd literally just look at the question and then just have the kids write like that first part. That's St- literally just start the sentence for them. If it's and like, ooh, explain imperialism in Africa, it's literally imperialism in Africa and then continue on. Exactly. <laughs> when I tell kids that, they're like, wait, what? And I said, right. That's Isn't it. That yes, crazy? that's exactly. That's all, that's all you got to do. Miss S. Progress monitoring in your classroom, in our humble opinions, is probably important for you to do. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it controversially. You need to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Miss S, I love that you are brave. Again, you know what? Make her admin. Universe, Somebody hire me. Make her admin. Make me an admin. Progress monitoring in the classroom is important. We missed a whole bunch of ways. Oh, yeah. These were only a few ways, techniques, to monitor progress in your classroom. An entry-exit ticket, Miss S. I mm-hmm. think they're vital. Yes or no, love maybe em. so. I whatever love you, Whatever you want to call it, that's... What you can do in your classroom. Your thing. Go for it. Providing opportunities for reflection. Mm-hmm. That one, again, we were kind of like, yeah, sure. But you might be the type that's like, absolutely love it. Go for it. <laughs> yes, and immediate feedback. I'm on this bandwagon. Oh, I'm driving this bandwagon. <laughs> and summarizing. Eh, I'm in the backseat for this one. I, I think that can be utilized effectively. If you want to use it. Yeah, for sure. Miss S, it is 2022. We're in the classroom. We are doing things. We're making things happen. You're apparently a teacher slash admin in your classroom. (laughs) You said apparently got a promotion. (laughs) (laughs) But Miss S, the people listening, teachers, because they're not just people, they are teachers. Exactly. Listening could have been taking this. They could leave this. They could love it, or they could absolutely hate everything we just said. Sure could. Either way, they were listening. And that's what we care about. (laughs) We will see you guys next time on See Me After Class. See Me After Class. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.